0: It's me, Roz. I have a wonderful conversation with my friend, the writer and comedian Lizzie Cooperman, coming at you in just a moment. But I thought I would read a story. I got to read more ghost stories on the show. I'm so sorry. As always, you could send them in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or you could email me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com, which is what Jessa did. And Jessa sent me a story about a topic that I do not like to talk about. Because, you know, part of my life, part of my brand, is sort of poking fun at haunted dolls, which I love. But there's one doll that I will not do that to. And that is Robert the Doll. Robert the Doll, people... uh, There's so many stories of this doll in Key West, Florida, that people report... Can put a curse on you if you're disrespectful. I'm just—I'm not dealing with it. Robert. You're gorgeous. You're a Florida babe. Uh, you're lovely. Um, okay, so here's a story that Jessa sent about an example of Robert the doll being Robert the doll. So Jessa writes, "I live in the Florida Keys. I have for many years. I've got two sons, Zane and Seth." Seth is in a local soccer league that played against the other local Keys teams. But when I say local, it was 110 miles. One day, our team was going to play the team from Big Pine Key, which is about an hour and a half from our home and 20 minutes from Key West. We got rained out, couldn't play, so the boys and I decided to make a day of it and go do the touristy stuff. We had lunch, we rode the conch tour train, we had some key lime pie, and then we walked around a bit. Zane saw an advertisement for the Key West ghost tours. He asked if we could go. Sure, I thought. I love ghost stories. We got on the trolley and heard about Captain Tony's saloon, the children in the churchyard, and the curry mansion. All the stuff we already knew from being locals. The trolley stopped at the East Martello Museum and got off the trolley. We went in and saw the blasted tomb marker of Elena Hoyos, the woman who died from tuberculosis and had her body stolen by a deranged doctor. We turned to the right, and there he was, Robert the Doll. We are told to be respectful because Robert doesn't like it when you disrespect him makes sense your cameras will break your pictures won't develop you might even have your car break down or your wife will leave you if you're not careful i was very respectful honestly i mean if i was married to a man that was making fun of a doll i would probably leave him too okay so uh i was very respectful and i told both zane and seth to do the same they did The guide instructed that if we wanted to take a picture, we had to do the following. Greet Robert, ask him if we could take his picture, take the picture, and then thank him for being so kind. That's how we should always be at a meet and greet, honestly. Robert's got it right. Do not disrespect him, or you would learn to regret it. They pointed out all the letters that were tacked up on the walls in the room that only Robert occupied. These are letters mailed to Robert from people all over the world that had terrible things happen to them after they said nasty words or didn't ask permission to take his picture or other acts of ungratefulness. These letters were asking for Robert's forgiveness, asking for Robert to remove the curse he placed on them, saying that they were sorry for their misdeeds. I went up to Robert, greeted him, introduced us to him, asked to take his picture, took one picture and thanked him for his generosity. Then we continued on our way. We got back on the trolley, and some other young men were joking about not believing the stories, one saying that he swore at Robert. Almost immediately, the trolley broke down. We had to wait for another trolley to come and get on that one. That one, the tour guide's microphone kept blinking out, and he had to practically scream the rest of the tour so that we could hear him. I was freaked out. People were saying, Robert did it. Robert broke the bus. Robert did it. We get off the trolley, got in our car, and started to drive home. My boys were tired, so they were laying down in the back seat asleep, and I had to drive the long ride home with the passenger side empty. Or was it? I kept thinking I saw a small figure in the seat. I turned to look, and there was no one there. It happened several times. In the corner of my eye, I could see Robert sitting in the passenger seat. I turned on some music to distract me from the scare. We got home safe and sound. I look at my phone. I had a wallpaper picture of Sully Erna on my phone screen. Who's Sully Erna? Oh, okay, from the band Godsmack. Okay. All right, so Sully Erna was on Jess's phone screen. I look at my phone, and the wallpaper was changed to the picture I had taken of Robert. I changed it back, and I go to sleep. I woke up, look at my phone. It was changed again to my picture of Robert. I changed it back to Sully. I got dressed and went to work. I put my phone on my desk, looked at it. Robert! Robert! I deleted the picture from my phone. I thought it was done. I looked at my phone later that afternoon. Robert's back. I changed it back. I sat at my desk, shaking, and I kind of prayed. I said out loud to myself, Robert, I'm sorry those guys were so stupid when we went to see you, but I was not with those men. Please stop changing my phone screen and terrorizing me. I'll never disrespect you. After that, my phone screen never changed, and I have never gone back to see Robert the doll again. If you do see him, please be kind. Oh, my God. All because of those stupid guys. Oh, Robert thought that they were with you. Oh, that's the worst. Oh. Okay, well, thank you so much for sharing that. I've got nothing more to say about Robert. But thank you, Robert, for giving us this great story. Speaking of, I have got Lizzie on the show today. Now, Lizzie is a tarot reader. We're going to talk a lot about that in this show. I don't know how interesting it is to hear somebody get a tarot reading on a podcast or on video, which this podcast is on video. Um, However, and and, and she and I talk about this a little bit, people, you know, can be very particular about. All of the stuff that I talk about on the show, including tarot, psychics, beliefs, and ghosts, whatever. And this is the way that Lizzie does tarot, and I really like it. And the great news is, as we'll talk about later, she's doing it now for people. So if you want, if you like the way she does tarot, you could absolutely book her, and it's quite affordable for for readers. And uh, she's also so funny to hang out with. So um, I encourage that. And that's why I've kept this whole tarot reading in there so that you can kind of see her style and and the way that she views things and and interprets it. So that is in this episode today. And there's a bonus clip on Patreon, link in the description of this episode, and a new full-length episode of me learning about paranormal stuff on there. Also, my vibe in this episode is real chill. I don't know what was going on with me that day. I think it was because she just she just soothes me, and so I'm very, very relaxed in this episode. But nonetheless, I had a great time. Anyway, I th- I say we just get into it. So here it is, me with Lizzie Cooperman. On with the show. I am joined by a friend of mine. Who I think I try- I definitely tried to have on this podcast a long time ago, and I don't know what happened, but finally she's here, Lizzie Cooperman.
1: Hello. I can't believe we are joined. We are. We were joined two days ago during a one-hour, 50-minute, and eight-second phone call. Ah.
0: <laughs> we talked about all kinds of things, including
1: tarot. We talked about tarot at length, yes. We talked a lot about tarot. And you're helping me like launch my tarot business. I mean, yes. You already did. What I'm saying is you already helped me.
0: I feel like I'm Alex Bornstein and Mrs. Mazel. Ah uh, I'm like your little I'm your I'm like your little manager person that's like getting you going.
1: You're fixing the bugs on the website with a <laughs> wrench. You're down there. A little uh,
0: newsboy cap. Okay. Um Yes, that's pretty much what this is. So you are the ter- the tarot, Mrs. Mazel. <laughs>
1: You're my Alex Borenstein. And
0: I'm very proud of you because you've been doing tarot for—how long have you been doing tarot? Long time.
1: I have been involved in mysticism for so long. So my mom actually thought that she was psychic. And, Mm. yeah, she'd be like, give me a piece of jewelry. Like, she would—she had my sister's boyfriend give her, like, a—I'm like, his—what are those necklaces called?
0: (laughs) puka shell. Yeah.
1: It wasn't that. That would have been amazing.
0: <laughs> was that what you meant?
1: <laughs> no, but she was uh, like, give me your puka shell necklace or whatever piece of jewelry it was. I think it was a bracelet. And she held it in her hand and she recalled some memory from his childhood by holding this piece of jewelry. And then she would have these wild epiphanies. My mom was Whoa. kind of, I don't like to be like, she was out there. Whoa, she was insane. You know, I don't like to But it was accurate, right? Yes. But my mom was just, you know, she had a high voice and then she laughed really low. And then she would just say wild things. Like she would come back from, she had this friend, Elaine, who she played racquetball with. Elaine, I'm sorry if you're listening to this, but my mom (laughs) did say this. That would be so random if she was. It's possible. Elaine is just deeply interested in the paranormal. But my mom came back, you know, from seeing her friend Elaine and she goes, Elizabeth, today I looked at Elaine, and I saw two people. She was split down the center. Elaine, I'm like, Mom, Elaine drinks John Juice. She plays racquetball.
0: Wait, is she saying She's that Elaine very... was gender fluid?
1: Oh.
0: Elaine's non-binary?
1: Wow. Maybe. I had not considered that interpretation.
0: <laughs> it could be.
1: Raz. she might be. That's really interesting.
0: Has any of this gone passed down to you?
1: Yes, so I, my mom was also really into astrology. We would all read our horoscopes with her in the morning and I moved to New York, um, of course, first stand-up, and then I ended up mixed up in this with the psychics. No. And I was on the Upper West Side writing in my journal and this old man, his name was Baba Shalom, okay. came teetering down the street, so this old man in essentially, like, a bathrobe, he looked like a vulture, like, <laughs> hobbling down the street. And he comes up to me and he goes, you. He was like, you're going to be a great writer someday. Later, I realized, oh, I was writing in a journal when he came up to me. But Well, <laughs> I mean, okay. But still. Weirdly, he sat down and he did a poem reading for me that now, I haven't really considered this poem reading since. But it was pretty accurate.
0: What did it say?
1: That I would be single in adulthood, kind of, and that I would have, like, a health issue, which I ended up, like, getting Lyme. I had a... I had a brain... I'm just kidding. I have to say it openly on the podcast, but I have had challenges, and now thinking about it, because at the time I was like, wow, that's a really negative palm reading. But some of it came to be.
0: No, do you think... Was there a reason that he was telling you this? Because I'm like, what do I do with you telling me I'm going to be single in 10 years? Right. Does that make me... Should I not date
1: anyone? I think what he was doing, and I have to say I don't love palm reading because it's so fixed. It's also why I love tarot more than astrology. I feel like there are certain like palm reading and astrology, it's like if this line is like this, this is how to interpret it. Or like if you're a Leo... With the Leo rising, this is the interpretation, whereas tarot is, like, fluid because it changes moment to moment, and I kind of see it as, like, a, a little museum through which you can interpret your own life. Mm, okay. So, but I think the reason Baba told me all of that, <laughs> this. by the way, this man had a cable access show.
0: Amazing.
1: He was wild. What was it called? I think it was just called Baba Shalom. And I never saw it because I didn't have a TV. Baba Shalom on the
0: internet? Seriously,
1: I've looked him up before. If you can find him, I will be, my jaw will be on the floor and not just because I have health challenges. (laughs) He was like, this line says your jaw is going to end up in the street.
0: Okay. He was
1: like an old, yeah, vulture. Like, it was like if a vulture was wearing a beard for (laughs) (laughs) Halloween. Okay. Like, his posture and everything was just very, for like, shoulders. The first thing to come at you, if you were to, you know, if you were to slow dance with him, you'd immediately feel the shoulders (laughs) carving into you. Did you ever
0: slow dance with him? (laughs) Daily. (laughs) Daily. (laughs) Okay, so if you, okay, so I'm picturing a vulture that in some turn of luck becomes a human. Yes.
1: A vulture that becomes a human, acquires a robe and loves to walk back and forth in front of this pastry shop on the Upper West Side.
0: Okay, looking for clients.
1: Looking for clients. And the thing is, I, at the time, lived in a woman's, kind of her storage closet. (laughs) (laughs) I had a bed that was like on stilts, and then I put all my stuff under it and that was the room. It was just you walk in and you go to bed. Okay. And... So he was like, why didn't you become my apprentice? Because what happened was I met him for coffee. We kind of became friends. I have gone through phases in my life where I've surrounded myself with eccentrics. No.
0: Ah. <laughs> no. Uh, me too. And there's and – I, I don't know who you're talking – this person that you're talking about. But I found from my life of surrounding myself with eccentrics, sometimes – it goes further than just like they're just kooky. Like it becomes crazy town quick. Right.
1: I've been asked to go in and like check on people. I mean I've had I've had relationships with many senior citizens. Me too. <laughs> That's so wild. Mm-hmm. Okay. Someone was like, can you go in and check if Paul is alive? Just go (laughs) knock on the door. This was all during like a few years that I lived in New York. I I realized I needed more spirituality in my life, so I started going to synagogue on Friday nights alone. And I would just sit in the back row. And then afterward, I would go to the, it's called like an oneg, where you kind of like... You get wasted, <laughs> no but you like can have a glass of wine and like a cookie and talk to people. Okay. And I think I was just so lonely that mm-hmm. I, I don't. I actually don't really know what it was. I think I just felt like there was something lacking. I'm not close with my family, and so I think I was looking for something. And I made friends with these three elderly women. And I used to hang out with them at like diners and stuff. I love that. They were great. Yeah. So Baba, in a way, was kind of part of that chapter in my life, I think. Okay. So Baba told me that he also saw something in my palm. I can't remember what it is. I feel like it's somewhere under the middle finger. I'm like, as I was giving him the middle finger, he said, (laughs) stop. I was like, you fraud,
0: and he goes, wait. (laughs) Wait a minute, let me see that. You have a gift. (laughs) Let me look closer.
1: Let me look closer, and he said, you have, like, this line on your hand that denotes psychic ability. Why don't you come with me um, to meet my next client? So she was meeting him at this. It was called the Hungarian pastry shop on the Upper West Side. She came to meet him, and she was this kind of— Dowdy, i think that's the right word like just very, you know for someone whose face is stuck in a look of concern you know they look like they're wet but they're not <laughs> okay just you know cradling her beverage her hot <laughs> beverage and she was saying um she was a princess by the way i don't know of what uh like, kingdom or <laughs>
0: <laughs> she dressed like sleeping beauty in times she, square right, right, right.
1: <laughs> That is so amazing. <laughs> but she looked, I mean, she was dressed, you know, in very pedestrian clothing. But he was like, she is a princess. Like, Baba told me that before she she showed up. I think that Baba and I probably had similar um, ancestry. I think that he was probably like a Russian Czech Jew like me.
0: Okay.
1: So uh, he was like, she's a princess. So anyway, this woman... We're talking, I look at her poem, and she her whole thing is her whole issue is I can't leave my mother's side, you know, my mom is getting old, she's getting sick, I can't leave her side and I started to realize that this woman was creating a story to trap herself, and that I said, "Can I see a picture of your mother?" <laughs> she was like, sure she she I don't know why I'm giving everyone this ambiguous accent. I don't even think she had an accent. (laughs) (laughs) Mama did.
0: It's great for the story, though. Great for
1: the story. So she takes out this photo, and the mom is just beaming. Like, could not look like a healthier, like, maybe like Jane Fonda in her heyday.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And I said, this is so crazy that I said this. I said, your mom is not sick, which is— That's bold. Bold, dangerous— Bad. It's bad that I said that, but I knew from... And she goes, why do you you say that? And I said, well, what does your mom have? What is the diagnosis? And she's like, nothing yet, but she is very tired and she needs me to always go to the grocery store. And I said, she's using you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Your mom is using... my Not in a bad way, but she loves you and she wants you to stay there. And she wants you... You know to live in close proximity, all parents do when I moved to New York. my mom said, "How could you do this to me?" Mm. you know she took it as like a personal affront right, and I said, "This is gonna sound I hope people listening are like this is the but keep in mind this was like a decade and a half ago that I did this, and I've changed I would not say this to someone now okay. <laughs> right." Rose, tell me your thoughts thus far well I I told her and I think that you're using your mom as well I think you're both using each other to stay stuck and then we met with her a second time and she said you were right my mom isn't sick
0: damn yes so you you interpret this as your psychic gifts or well, do you think
1: it was I didn't but Baba did Okay. And he said you did an amazing job today. I want to take you to see more clients. So I became his apprentice.
0: <laughs> now, did you gather from like the way that he read you initially based on you had a book, he you said you'd be a writer and you look at the picture and you say, "Oh, she's faking it because she looks healthy." And then he goes, "Wow, you just did a psychic reading." Does do you think that he interpreted as psychic abilities? More so just reading people based on the way that they present.
1: I think a lot of it is that. Yeah, I think a lot of times. And I don't think that's wrong.
0: Mm -hmm. Sometimes people don't know what they're giving off.
1: This woman, I mean, yeah, when I say she seemed like she was just the most concerned, like some people just can't let go. You don't want to let go of your mother. Did I actually say, by the way, your mother's not sick? I don't know that I said those words, but I did say... I'm not sure. You know, I, I said something to that effect. I want to be clear okay. about that. I was not trying to be like, what's that your guy mom's called? Your a liar. John of God, I go, bring her here, I'll rip out her heart <laughs> and check for myself. Do you know John of God? I don't. People travel, I think it's to Brazil, to see this guy named John of God who, if you're like, my eye hurts, he will literally reach into your face and pull out your eyeball and pop it back in. Oh, my God drive his hand through your stomach. And I'm not kidding. Does it work? For some people say yes, but then other people are like, that is, he made it worse. He's a fraud. Like, there's a lot of controversy around John of God. And actually... I don't
0: know anything about this. Look
1: up Wayne Dyer, John of God. Do you know Wayne Dyer? He's like a... spiritual guru who passed away a couple years ago I believe of leukemia and I think he went to see John of God and And got specific instructions but he ended up like passing away
0: wow I don't know anything about this person yeah he's with Oprah
1: John of God oh that's so funny I bet he was on Oprah
0: in Brazil
1: yeah he has some claims to have some gift and people say he will reach inside with his bare hand it says here that he
0: claims to have cured millions of people, including Oprah Winfrey.
1: What did he cure her of? John of God is a whole insane I got to look into world. that some other time. It is wild. Yeah. So it's not like I was doing anything like that or, you know. But then I started to go with Baba to see his other clients. And I would just offer my interpretation, I guess. You know, so, uh, but going back to what mm, I was just thinking yeah. a
0: second ago, I do think it's interesting to be read like that, whether it's psychic or not. Even just to go, what kind of vibe do I give off? A lot of people don't know. Do you remember that show I yes. used to do with Sam where we would, that was the whole point, was just looking at a stranger? and.
1: Yes. Didn't I have something crazy happen on that show where I guessed everything's...
0: I want to ex- say yes. yes. You, you're probably, yes, you were good at it. Where the whole thing is... You just look at a person and you go, here's what I would guess looking at you. And not everyone has the luxury of YouTube comments for strangers around the world to say exactly what they think of you just by looking at you. Okay, wait. Tell me more about – so how did this – Baba – what was it?
1: Baba Shalom, which (laughs) means hello, goodbye, and peace in Hebrew. Okay. And I think Baba – might mean father and I actually don't know what Baba means
0: I literally almost just said Baba O'Reilly which is that I think that what is that a who song Baba Shalom
1: Baba Shalom okay so I started working with Baba well this is where our relationship kind of went downhill is that I was also bartending at the time and I was working at a party and this guy was like I said, I need a job. You know, they were like, oh, do you do this full time? And I said, no, I'm looking for a job. And this, like, millionaire guy was like, well, I need a nanny. And he lived in this, like, three-story building in Tribeca. And he was like, you can live with me rent-free, nanny my kids. I couldn't believe it. It was like a dream. I moved into – and I asked Baba, should I move in with this guy? Because I got kind of like a – I feel like there's, there are going to be strings attached. Like it started to make me kind of nervous. And Bob was like, this man loves you. He opens your home to you. It's you, he told me. I was self-sabotaging, which, you know, is a thing. That's a thing. My mom once told me I was afraid of making money. You know, like people tell you these things and then you go, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe my instinct isn't right. That's when you start questioning is when people go, yeah, but remember you did this that one time. It's like, how did they remember that? And then, oh, maybe I'm, I'm supposed to listen to them and I should be grateful that I took their advice. So I move in with this guy. There were no kids. There were no children to Nanny. They were away. They lived with the mother. <laughs> I met them once when they came back to get their things for summer camp. This man was a crack addict. Who wanted me to help get him sober? I eventually found out, and all he wanted me to do was when I came back from my shows that night, go up to his room and watch the Angels in America made for TV movie and one night I smelled something, and I go, "What is that?" And I turned around and I go, "It's crack. He was smoking crack well, on watching his bed Angels the, in America, and he was like, "Is't Meryl Street fabulous as the rabbi?" <laughs> I'm just like, what is going on right now? So then I go, I'm so sorry. I, did, I had to quit the job. Well, this is another crazy thing. I wonder if this story is actually like out in public. I found out that he staged a bur- So one night I came home and I couldn't get into my place. And I found out that he had... And then the next morning I went back and there were police cars everywhere. And I go, what happened? And they were like, who are you? I was like, I'm the nanny and I need to get out of here. And they go, there was a burglary here last night. And I go, but my door was locked. Like, my key didn't work in my door. And then later I found out it was, like, staged he for insurance himself. money. Uh, and there was a note on my door, a crazy note. I was like, I can't get in. It. it was, like, this crazy note that he had written me where he used the word "eslectually," which I remember looking up and going, is I that even a that word? Way. I think it's not a word. <laughs> okay, but wait, so this is when
0: you stopped being friends with the psychic because he told you?
1: So then I went back to Baba and I was like, you, you were wrong. I go, that guy ended up being a cracker and he just kind of looked at me blankly. He's like, well, you know, like he had some thing and then he just went on to the next person. You know, I would go to the coffee shop and just see him talking to some other woman like, I had been, like, this disposable psychic or something.
0: See, my thing with psychics, okay, I have a, so many thoughts about psychics,
1: mm. but it
0: used to be for me where I really liked the confidence of a psychic being like, here's what's going to happen. Here's what you're going to do. Because right. Because I know, because I have this gift. And as time goes on, I'm more so like, no, I want a psychic that's like, I feel like you should do this. I'm getting a sense that this is what's good or, you know... Kind of being a little bit more open to interpretation, but Mm. using their gifts as a tool to help them to give a reading or an a type of advice or whatever, as opposed to here's what you need to do, because then that way they tend to be wrong more.
1: Do you ever watch Tyler Henry Hollywood Medium? I love Tyler Henry. I'm obsessed. Watch what you say about Tyler Henry. Uh, I'm obsessed. I used to do Tyler as a character. Oh my god, Tyler Henry hmm Like the most polite person in the world. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. Like just the most lovely human being. Totally. Outside of being a psychic. Totally. Like Tyler could just have a show where he goes and is polite and I would watch <laughs> Oh, totally. But I just
0: like watching him not knowing who celebrities are. Yes. That's my favorite part. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah.
0: Because I relate to that because uh. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I've talked to people and then I'm like, right, so... Like They'll say something like, oh, I'm, was I telling you this? I was just telling somebody else this. They'll be like, oh, I was, I'm going to the Golden Globes. And I go, oh, really? Why? Because <laughs> um, I'm nominated? Wh- what? For what? Best actress? Oh, you're famous. Oh, I thought you just had this opportunity right. to go to ah. the Golden Globes. I don't know who you are. I'm so sorry. I apologize. I don't know who celebrities are. So, But you want to talk about the Ghosts story. Yeah, you encountered ghosts?
1: Well, I, so in college I studied abroad. I went to the Netherlands for a semester. All
0: right, And I lived
1: in this old, it was called Castile Well, if you look it up. Castle Well. It was kind of in this small town in the Netherlands. And it was like we would go to this castle with like all these creative students and just have the experience of like It it was kind of amazing. I feel very lucky that I got to do this. So they told us in the beginning, they were like, it was like a castle from the 14th century, which I did Google right before we started recording. Remember, I was like frantically on my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I did with my last bars. (laughs) I look it up. I find out it's 14th century. So So when we got there, they said, just to let you know, Someone did die in this castle. Well, I mean, we're talking how many years? Right. 600. But I believe she was murdered. I think that's what it was. Or she died young somehow. I need to find the story. Her name is Sophie, if you want to research it. And it was called Castle Well, W-E-L-L. Yes, please look it up because I found all this stuff on Pinterest. I'm like, who's talking about this (laughs) one? This apparition.
0: Whoa! Do
1: you like the word apparition?
0: Love the word apparition. Um, okay. So, Sophie.
1: Yeah, Castile or Castlewell. Castile would be with a K.
0: Yeah, Emerson College.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Maj- my major. Poetry in performance. I tried to get an independent major, and they were like, absolutely not.
0: <laughs> Wait, what is – is this the same Pinterest thing? Inside Sophie's Kitchen. Castlewell today. What?
1: Yeah, there's hardly anything about it. But I did find one thing that said, yes, she died when she was a young, when she was, I think, 11 or 12. And when we got there, they said, so someone died in this castle in one of the rooms – or, and she likes to haunt one of the rooms. But we're not going to tell you which one. But if something happens, it's playful, it's fine. Like, they were fully aware of this as a recurring incident at this castle.
0: Oh my God. And they said, if
1: something happens. It
0: sounds like a reality show. Like, everyone has to be in a room, and right? you're going to find out who's the mole or like whatever.
1: It was like that. Yeah. And it was something, we didn't talk about it all the time. And there was like a big, kind of like gorgeous. Like I don't want to say ballroom, but it was like where everyone would hang out, and they called it Sophie's. Like the castle very much like honored her presence, and was welcome to it, and not like "Ah," you know, it was like this is called Sophie's, this room Uh that we had fun in, but that wasn't the room that she haunted. They said at the end of the trip, we'll tell you which which room it was. So I got put into a room with my friend Jesse, who still does tarot, is just so in touch with you know mysticism and the nat and like nature in a way, and she was a poet, and just there was like a whole vibe in our room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just like the energy of it. um, so one night we're lying in bed, the door opens, stops, and closes. Not just, oh, must have been the wind. Opens and closes. And we are like, oh, my God. But we were, like, open to it. Then, and I think this was another night, two books f- flew off the shelf, hit the ground. One night, the water turned on and off. Mm. And then, this is probably the most bizarre thing, is my friend said she felt a heartbeat under her bed.
0: Wow
1: What is that? She said she felt like there was like a heartbeat Or like somewhere in the bed or something So We were like It's gotta be our room It has to be You know It's not like these happen like You know we were there for a semester It was They happen kind of spaced out Uh huh But then at the end We asked which room was it And they said it was room 19 It was yours? Yeah we got the Sophie room. And it was also the room that was – there were rooms downstairs. There, were, there was, like, a main castle, and then there were separate rooms. We were in the main castle. And it was, like, you go up the stairs, and you walk all the way down the hall, and it's on the right. And that was – like Was so that we hallway
0: so scary at nighttime?
1: It wasn't really. Weirdly, this castle had a very warm vibe. It had, like um, – I'm going to describe the, the carpet color as, like, pudding, like vanilla pudding color. Okay. <laughs> You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's not, like, it's like a dark, almost yellowy eggshell color. Okay, okay. So it had, like, a friendly vibe, you know? Like, the doors were really old, but it it, it didn't have a feeling of, like, darkness there. Hmm. It still felt like a really positive place, even though this stuff was happening. It wasn't really that scary there. So you weren't freaked
0: out from this?
1: I think at the time, I was almost in disbelief and i think that i was making up excuses for it as well like that's so crazy was there you know a, a storm or something or maybe someone kicked it open or i remember kind of trying to justify it and i think it was the books off the shelf that were for me the turning point <laughs> that is one
0: of those things where it's like like you can explain away a door opening now of course it's different when it's it's harder to explain it when it's open, slam, or whatever. But, like, books flying off the shelf, What do you? Right. what is there that you can possibly say about that?
1: Right. There was nothing. I mean, and I hadn't even really... I believed at the time in the dead. I once thought that my grandma, because I, I was with my grandma at the moment she died, mm. alone. Wow. And I then had some weird thing happen at night once where I felt like my grandma was coming in through my back, my lower back,
0: coming into your body. Yeah.
1: or somehow into my life force at night. And what's weird is the the night before my grandma died, I've actually had, had two crazy psychic things that have happened to me. Give it to me. Really? Okay. One is a little sensitive. It does involve nine eleven. I'm gonna actually let me start with the grandma, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And okay, so my grandma, I went out. Uh, it was New Year's Eve, and my grandma was living at my house, and my mom had not left her side. Like as my grandma was dying, she had a lung. I don't think it was lung cancer. It was like a lung, some disease, lung disease. So we created this like room for her downstairs and there was a hospice nurse and my mom had left for like one hour or something. Everyone was like, Diane, you have to take a break or whatever. I was supposed to sleep over at my friend's house on New Year's Eve and instead I was like, I have to go home. And I had this weird thing in the morning where I was like, I started dreaming of Mentos, which is what my grandma kept in her purse. Oh. And I suddenly shot up in bed. And this nurse started screaming. I didn't even know there was a nurse in my house. And she was like, someone, someone, we're losing her, we're losing her. And I ran downstairs, The ner- held her hand, the nurse left the room. And I watched my grandma's like energy leave her body as I was holding her hand. And my grandma was wearing a watch. And as we were holding hands, I, it had like an elastic, kind of like silver elastic band. I slipped it onto my arm
0: oh my god I don't
1: know why I did, I'm like I stole her watch <laughs> those final moments I'm like what else does she have no <laughs> it was just like a very you know normal watch but like um so then later like I, either that night or the next night I had this thing where I felt like I she came into my body and for some reason I felt like I was looking through her eyes
0: whoa the next
1: night yeah
0: Does she want her watch back? (laughs) When it comes to you offering tarot services to people, (laughs) do you think that you're psychic when it comes to being a tarot reader?
1: I do not claim to be psychic. However, I do everything I can to connect with the querent, the person to whom I'm giving the reading. The what now? Querent. It's like the client. Querent.
0: Client, Lizzie. Client. Google
1: QU. Tell me actually, I am curious as the actual <laughs> definition. Is that Q-U- really a word? E R E N T. Querent. Q-U-E-R-E-N-T. It's one, it's... One who consults an astrologer. And it's, from the word query, I believe. Query? I have a query. Oh. A querent.
0: Well, I apologize. I thought you ah. were just saying the word client, <laughs> client. wrong.
1: <laughs> that would be a wildest region of because, Do of you
0: it. Know, do you know who Walter Mercado is?
1: I know that name. Okay, never mind.
0: I'll tell okay. you another story some other time. So
1: I don't claim to be psychic. I do like to connect with the client as much as I can. And I have been told that my readings are... Very spot on. But I've also had it where, you know, one day, and this is, I did the, um, there was like, there used to be a UCB street festival and they hired me to do tarot. And I was I'm so locked in that day. Just everything I was saying was like, yes, 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 yes. There was a line around, like down the street to get a reading. Everyone's like, you've got to go see her. <laughs> so sometimes you can get into a, flow right as you can creatively you can get lost doing anything and be like it's just it was it's the kind of thing where have you ever gone to a casino and you actually start winning I have never had that happen but I imagine I had once where they had to send like a cooler like someone to be like to change the energy they do that at a casino if you're doing well and they they're like this person's winning a lot in a row they'll send someone over to stand near you to change the energy what? And it's called a cooler.
0: But it's like kind of a mystical thing.
1: Mm, it they don't, they don't, you know, uh, acknowledge it as such. But it
0: kind of is. If their whole point is to change, if I'm like they're the carrying vibe. a cooler. <laughs> That's what I thought you meant at first. I'm like, wait, they gave you a cooler because you just couldn't get away from the slot a machine and you needed in a beer food. <laughs> They're like, "Here's a cooler full of food so you can keep a... <laughs>
1: keep going. Um, yeah, they do that to shift the energy.
0: Wow,
1: uh-huh.
0: I mean, I talk a lot about comedians or musicians or whatever, where just like with psychics, you're not sometimes you bomb, right. But also, you can read other people and you can read the vibe in a room and you can get into a rhythm where everything just right hits
1: right. yeah. And tarot's like that, I think. But then I've, I had one—I remember on that day where they're like, "Yeah," but they were also very closed off to it. And I think there is something about there being kind of like a an open. Am I about to quote Pearl Jam? I'm like, "Open flow." <laughs> That's even, even flow. flow. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be an even flow. Okay. I think. I mean, not necessarily. But I also like the idea of
0: like you'll see what I mean. Ah,
1: when we do it,
0: you might joke now, but oh, later the, you'll see.
1: <laughs> There's nothing better than doing tarot readings on camera. By the way, do it, do it, do Very it. Let's natural. see. Very natural. Okay, Ross. Wait, so you
0: didn't answer my question. How long have you been oh. doing this?
1: I mean, I feel like I've been actually doing it since oh seven. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's a long time. Yeah,
1: but a lot has changed too. we were talking about this before the show. People are very judgmental when it comes to tarot readers.
0: That's how it is with anything spiritual. Go, yeah, or that's
1: not what I think. That that you know, everybody so, thinks
0: they have the answers. Yes. This is your, in a way, it's I'm it's so an artistic excited. thing. I think the yes. way that someone interprets tarot and. Yeah. You know, like, I was... I got a reading... God, I've had so many...
1: Keep (laughs) talking. I'm going to play with the deck.
0: I had a reading from a friend not that long ago that doesn't do upside down or right side up. Doesn't do
1: the reversals, yeah.
0: Doesn't do it. And he was saying, if it wants to tell you what it's going to tell you, it's going to tell you. So...
1: I kind of love that because sometimes when I find the reversals hard to retain, I'm like, yeah, it's just kind of like, well, maybe there's a reason they don't stick. You know, I... I kind of also feel like whoever is giving, like, someone actually just showed me their tarot cards from another reader. And they're like, what do you think of this? And I almost felt like I shouldn't tell you because it was that reading.
0: And Mm. that was the reading
1: you got. And it was for that moment. Right. If you want me to interpret, we need to do an entirely new reading because, you know, it's like you know what it reminds me of a friend who asked for advice on the same thing over and over do you have friends like who have the same issues i have a friend who when they have problems it's like they pick the scab they call the person over and over and try to fix it and it's like i always say just stop hot potatoing your feelings hold on to your feelings it's okay to just hold it mm. without constantly being reactive, which is something I actually I also study Kabbalah, and during the quarantine or lockdown, I got up to level five Kabbalah.
0: Out of how many levels?
1: Um, that's a good question. Actually, I think maybe there are ten. I don't know. It's at the through the Kabbalah Center, the Madonna one. <laughs> oh. Okay, Roz. I'm so excited. Okay, take the cards and. I want you to just kind of, if you have a specific question, you can think about it while you're moving the cards around. Otherwise, I just want you to get your energy on them and kind of just, if you have a general question about your life, or it can just be that you want guidance. And you don't have to tell me what it is, but you are welcome to talk about it during the reading.
0: Okay. My energy is all over
1: it. Oh, my God. So we're doing a spread called the Celtic Cross, for those of you listening. There's nothing Celtic about me. Is there anything Celtic about you? Yeah, I got some Irish in me. You do? Oh, my Uh gosh. Oh, my God. This is the Roz Cross. Okay. (gasps) Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Here we go. Roz. Wow. Okay. So we begin with the Eight of Wands. I love this card. Eight of Wands is, like, okay, so wands are of the fire element, and it's all about, like, passion and, like, creativity and travel and stuff like that. Okay. So, wands are about, like, going out, setting out on a journey. Um, Right side up, the Eight of Wands, see, we we actually are starting with a reversal. Okay, we don't have all reversals. (laughs) I totally peeked at another card. What? Okay. Uh, okay, so eight of wands. Sorry. I feel like you're doing a eight magic wands, trick right now. You do.
0: <laughs> Where you're like, is this your card?
1: Oh my God. Okay. I mean, looking, at. okay, so when you look at this card, these are wands darting through the sky. Ever, listeners, what are yours called again? Your booze? Sure. Booze. Imagine <laughs> eight breadsticks with leaves on them flying through the sky. Oh That's my God. Eight of wands, Olive Garden. Yes. So this means things are moving forward. If this card is right side up, things are moving forward. It me- it might mean like plans to travel is it sometime right side soon. Up? It is reversed. So right now where you're at is you're experiencing some delays with things that you want. I'll say phone calls are you're not getting the call you want. I'll say you're making the plans, they're not taking off right now, okay? And this is what's going on is page of cups is your cross. That's your obstacle. So when you see a page, it's uh, youthful energy, can be a kind of messenger in a way. But page of cups, I would say, as an obstacle means you're dealing with um, a little someone who might be immature, um, unable to kind of communicate, not quite communicate, but offer things, um in a way that's, like, concrete for you to understand. Okay. I mean...
0: Somebody that's not me.
1: It could be, oh, yes. it could be me. Okay. Well, I was interpreting it as external influences. Okay. But it could be you as well. Okay. It could be. It could be um, not willing to settle down and look at things in a really clear way is how I would see this. It's not a bad card, and it... Page of wands, I mean page of cups, excuse me, it can also be like an offering of um, cups are emotional and fluid. So it could be you're getting an offer, but it's not exactly what you want. Okay. I mean the page is coming to you with a cup, holding a cup, but there's a fish in it. It's lively, it's fun, but is that what you want? Roz, do you want to? cup with a fish in it. Do I want a
0: salmon martini? (laughs) Do you want a
1: salmon martini? So it could be that it's a lack of immaturity. It could be it's not what you want right now. But there's something holding up the deal.
0: Okay. That's not me.
1: That was my initial interpretation. Okay. You seem to feel like it is you.
0: (laughs) I always blame myself. I'm always like, it's probably something I'm doing.
1: It could be a lack of emotional maturity or... Just the situation is immature. It hasn't ripened yet. Okay. But there, there needs to be, the overall is, there is a delay in your life right now, which is the original card, and it's because the growth hasn't happened yet. On your part, could be in the part of the universe, the, the events surrounding you, they have not reached the point where they're ready to take out of the oven. Okay. Right now. But we haven't taken a look at the future. Let's hear it. So I'm going to tell you first, what's influencing in your past? Wow, this is really interesting. You've had a lot of joy um, leading up to this. So it might be that you're actually just feeling disappointment now with the current situation. Because Ten of Cups is like family reunion, feeling surrounded by love. And that's in the recent past. And it might just be that you know you have tons of support. In your life, uh-huh. and so you have all that behind you. So, what's causing the delay right now? Okay. And we're gonna find out. Okay, we're oh, gonna I'm find out more. Seat. It could just be the et- the nature of things that d- just aren't coming to fruition. Okay, um, but ten of ten of cups is just a very wh- a feeling of wholeness that you've recently experienced. Okay. okay. In the near future, wow. Okay, you have more than one page. That's really interesting. So, what does that mean? Well, page is another youthful energy. So this is like the page is ready to set out. It's like your the spirit of adventure is in your near future. You're gonna want to really move forward with this. It's not reversed. It's it's positive. It's standing upright, but it's still like a youthful, adventurous energy that is going to be ready to set out so this will happen it will take off for you and you're getting going to get in the near future a lot of like messages of inspiration and kind of looking out and considering um the the potential i would say with page of wands it's the potential that's there will be recognized
0: and I'm youthful.
1: Right. Yes, you are youthful. And, you know, if this were a king of wands, it would be different. It would be, you know, kind of in a visionary mode where you're just kind of sitting in your throne. But this is a more a, a more excitable energy okay. going on. Okay. So these cards, ooh, Wow. I love this. So, who's she? These two cards we're going to do now are kind of called above and below. And the way that I like to describe these are they're kind of two different parts of your subconscious. One is more your goal and things that's driving you. And then the below is kind of the shadow self. So, these are very cards that are inside the mind of Ross. Okay. <laughs> okay. Queen of Wands is like a thriving figure. It's like, vibrant warm this is your driving you know what is driving you right now is that you are so full of like passion and creativity and you're 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 actually um the queen tends to also support others so you're, you're kind of supporting all that's growing around you you're holding this giant flower you're sitting with this cat you're like surround you're in a very um abundant place right now creatively Okay. Yes, it's, it's, def- it's like a mode of thriving. And you have a lot of wands. And this is like, this is really good for, uh, it's the fire of life. Okay? Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm, uh, see, my problem with when I get readings like this is I'm trying to figure out what, is,
1: what, what does this exactly
0: mean for me. Okay,
1: what well, let me tell you. The shadow side of this is when others come into play. So you know on your own independently that you are like, Shh, you're this fire, you're this flame. Well, three of pentacles, so pentacles are material, they're very much of the earth. Um, a house, a, a job, these are things that are represented by Two pentacles. Things they don't have. <laughs> okay, well, this is in the shadow. Of this thriving energy, the, the polarity is there. Um, it's a very positive card, Three of Pentacles. It's c- people congregating to discuss moving forward with a project. You're, you're standing in front of a cathedral with other people. Um, there's a priest. I'm trying to remember what the other figure is. I'm like, a priest, a rabbi? And a... <laughs> so, yeah, no, no joke. You guys are all standing there... Um, Consulting with how to make this happen. So maybe it's that. I I feel like Roz, you're the one standing on the bench. I want to be the lady with the polka dots. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I like a bold. You're the lady with the polka dots. Oh my god, maybe this is me standing on the bench, so I look better on camera. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, that would be the opposite, actually. Okay, so it's when other people and the and the teamwork is coming in is what is also going on in your mind. Collaboration. Do you want to check in for a second? Not yet. Okay. Is anything resonating with you? I think so. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I definitely have lots of ideas that I want to to take off.
1: Mm. Okay. And so I'm This is a very positive reading also, and you haven't had any um, major arcana yet, which are, like, the sun, the fool, you know? So if I were to look at this right now, I would say, like, you're on the precipice of good things happening thus far in the reading, okay? Okay. The advice for you. This is one of my favorite cards. Six of Swords. I want to ask if you're planning to travel or anything like that because you've had two cards now, so it's delayed for some reason. I think that you need to get away for a little bit based on what I'm seeing in the reading. But I'm going to tell you the other way that I look at Six of of Swords. Okay. You are – you have problems. Everyone does. They're all in your mind. Swords are very much of the mind. Swords are thoughts. Everything it's like from the neck up is swords. Any card you see, sometimes you'll be like, oh, that looks awful. You know, it's someone with 10 daggers in their back and then you go, but it's their thoughts. Those are their thoughts. So anything with a sword, it's like you can change it. It's, it's represented by the air. So it's very mutable. Okay. Like mutable, it's very mutable. <laughs> is that the word?
0: I love yeah. that. I'd love to yes, mute my. Yes, it thoughts. is mutable. <laughs>
1: or, or can be mutated. You know, can change. Okay. My friend once got this in a really hard part of her life, and I said, "You need to just put your swords in your canoe and go. It doesn't matter what the problems are. It doesn't matter how long it's going to take you to get there. Just go."
0: Because there is a person with a canoe and a bunch right, of swords. Right, Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're going to fill up that canoe and go. Mm.
1: Yeah. In the advice position, that's what I would say for this card. Okay. Oh, my God. You have so many pages. Do you work in a preschool or something? <laughs> What's going
0: on? <laughs> I'm just very youthful.
1: <laughs> wow. You really are. You have triple pages at this juncture. Um, Gen Z. Oh, my God. You're Gen Z. That's so funny. Are you, sh- you might be Gen Y, actually.
0: What is Gen Y? Oh, no,
1: no, no. I'm so sorry. No, you're Gen Z. Forget it. I was going backward. I was going backward. No, I'm a millennial. Oh, my God. Okay. But- That might be the page. I mean, that honestly- so, maybe this is my perspective of your friends. I'm like, yet another amateur. <laughs> no, Page of Pentacles is great. It's basically presenting like a new financial situation, new opportunity. So, there are people out there presenting you with new ways to make money. Okay. New, I mean, these are people who are actually surrounding you right now. This card is external influences, or it could be that you are looking around and going, "How are all these people who have less experience than me making all this money?" I
0: mean, that's not—that's <laughs> a different conversation we can have.
1: <laughs> Seriously, you're like, "They booked what?" <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Page of Pentacles, and
0: this is all future, surrounded
1: right? by. No, this is I'm telling you this is advice. this is external influences, oh, okay, okay. Then we're gonna go hopes and fears, okay? Oh, wow, you're really wanting a relationship right now. Oh, what is that
0: gay relationship?
1: My God, actually what is that card called? It's
0: really beautiful, two of cups. and look two at the of cups. I mean, that's <laughs> oh, I now I see it. okay. I really thought that that was two men. We're like, like our maxi dress is in or out. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Right. I, I guess that. It is. does
1: look like two men. Uh, who knows? Yeah. We don't it know can be pronouns. love. It can be just like a divine partnership, but you're really looking for that kind of ability to see into another right now and have that connection. And that is a hope and a fear. So while you are open to that, You also need to look at where you're blocked. Mm -hmm. Okay. What if I just stay there? Roz, (laughs) (laughs) look at where you're blocked. (gasps) Did you have to slide your laptop for the finale? (laughs) Yes. What What
0: is the finale? The
1: Ace of Cups? That was like part of it. I'm like, and finally, (laughs) (laughs) Ace of Cups. (laughs) We've landed on it. This is like the ace of base. Um, this is you're ready to totally open your heart and it's a new beginning. Like this is coming in your future. You're gonna be able to give and receive love in like a new way that you haven't before. And it could mean a new relationship for you. That's really significant. Okay. Yeah. Ace is always the beginning. Ace is the beginning. And look at how it kind of comes out of nowhere. That's what I love about um, the ace. It looks like Hamburger Helper Hand just like popping out of the sky. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's not going to be a salmon martini. <laughs> well, I was supposed to hold the cards up. So This is Roz's ultimate outcome card, Ace of Cups.
0: Oh, my God. I love it. You're yeah. so um, – this feels so good. Mm. Do you have readings that are – Doom and gloom or do you look at the positive or do you always offer the positive? This is a very
1: positive reading.
0: But what if it wasn't? Would you still be able to find the positivity? I would give
1: advice. And sometimes what you can do is you can draw an informing card. So you could go, oh, and why is that? And why am I having such a beautiful experience? Oh, because I'm look at if that's an informing card because everything fell into place for you. Then I would say, well, this is the card that would inform it. I would draw another one to explain why it was happening. So this is, you know, if we say, okay, this is the informing card for if this were more negative. Or let me say, and I know people go, death isn't negative or whatever. It is a process. You know, it's like like the death card to me is like a snake shedding its skin, going through a major change, you know. Mm -hmm. And I like that. I like getting that card. Maybe if change I enjoyed my life, I wouldn't. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> I like, get the Please. tower. The tower yes. is the scary card. I do right. daily pulls, and I get the tower the most of any card. You're embracing change. That's one way of looking at it. Because tower reversed is like you're afraid. You know, you're just totally stalled out. You need the tower sometimes. The tower, people jumping out of a building. It's
0: terrifying. Yeah,
1: it's. It's crazy. Weirdly, the people are like half the size of the tower. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, the people, people should be small. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. So this is a really great reading, Roz. I'm going to, I want to look more because.
0: The exciting thing about you, having been doing this since 2007, is that now you're offering readings to people from around the world. People can just do this with you over Zoom.
1: Anyone can do it. Go to my website, lizziecooperman.com, L-I-Z-Z-Y, (laughs) C-O-O. It's going to be in the title of the episode. Lizziecooperman.com. And then you can choose between a 15-minute and a 30-minute reading. And I'm going to be doing those over Zoom.
0: Oh, my God. I know.
1: I'm so excited.
0: This is so exciting. Because this, this is also, like, I love the way you do this. I love the Stress. way you interpret this. It feels good.
1: Okay, good.
0: I highly recommend that people get an appointment with you. Because you're only doing it, you know, is this sort of a trial run, would you say?
1: That I'm trying it on Zoom? Yeah. Well, I just posted it. Was it yesterday or two days ago? Because we were talking. Yeah. And I already have... You have some people? appointments, yeah.
0: Oh my god! So people need to get so, in. Yes, while get you're doing in.
1: It. I'm like really excited to read new people too, because I've done my same friends over and over, or I'll go on a show and you know. But it's like I want to be able to have the time, and you know, I'm I'm just really looking forward to that and to yes.
0: yeah. Oh, I'm so excited that you're sharing this gift with the I'm world. I'm so
1: excited. Thank you, Roz. <laughs> Can we do um, one other thing? Yes, I would love to.
0: You want to hear some ghost voices?
1: I want to, 100%. Do I get to do one, too?
0: I'm going to play two ghost voices. Okay, okay. It's time for EVPs or EV please. Yes, okay. So electronic voice phenomenon or EVPs. It's when a person believes they've captured a ghost speaking audio-wise. Oh my God. And so people post these on YouTube. I spend hours looking play? for it's them. Like, this is
1: your grandmother. Like from the story. <laughs> Give me my watch back. <laughs> Give me my
0: watch back. Um, so I'm going to uh, play you two of them. Okay. And I want you to guess what. Well, tell me what you hear. And then we're going to guess from some options of what they believe.
1: Okay. okay. To say.
0: So both of these were posted by Mystical Times blog, Michelle Eve. And they're at the Minneapolis Art Institute. My hometown. Have you been to the Art Institute? Yes. I'm very familiar. Well, this first one is in the McFarlane Memorial Room, which is on the third floor. And I want you to tell me what you hear this ghost saying. So there's a lot of crumbling going
1: on. Okay. I think that is... Ghost digging through its purse. (laughs) But you
0: can hear them saying something.
1: Okay, okay. It's like a whisper. Okay.
0: Call me by my name. Call me by my name. There definitely seems to be a... Come (laughs) at me. Okay. Well, here's some options. Okay. Because I did not think it was call me by your name. Okay. But there's some that are close. Is it A, I'm combing my hair. Is it B come with me? Hey Mary. Is it C call to me and I'm there? Or D you called my niece a bad word? <laughs> <My niece. laughs> Okay.
1: I love that it goes to just interject regarding. That's that's what they would speak up about.
0: You called my niece. Don't call a bad word. Right.
1: Don't call my niece. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Which one is it?
1: (laughs) I think I was right. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Call me by
0: my name. Well, they. Oh yeah. Call me
1: by your name. It really did sound like that. They
0: believe it's. Come with me, hey, Mary.
1: One more time. Let's give one more whirl. Oh, yes.
0: Come with me, hey, Mary.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, now we need to find out if there was a Mary in the McFarlane.
0: Mary McFarlane. There could be. Okay. Okay, this one. Third floor of the same building. And it's a room where it's all French artifacts. It's a quicker one.
1: One more. I know what I heard. What did you hear? Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese.
0: <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> you know what? They don't think that's what it says. What are they th-
1: so this is what the people think it says. Okay. Correct.
0: Is it A, jump in, B, shop in, C, Geppetto, <laughs> or D, give me my watch back? Give me my
1: watch I have to say, we've got to call these people and tell them, this ghost wants Skee-Ball. This ghost- With a died. pizza. It wants and, pizza. It wants an animatronic band. Yes.
0: They believe it is jump in.
1: No. Jump in. There's three syllables. Jump in.
0: I totally hear it. Jump
1: in, cheese. They're, then they're telling Ch- Ch- Chuck E. G's, get in the fucking ball crawl. Get in the
0: ball, pe- ball pit. Get in the
1: ball pit. Jump in. jump in the ball pit. Jump in the ball pen. Is it okay that I swore? just swore? <sighs> is it okay? Have you ever sworn on the show before? I don't talk like <laughs> that.
0: I don't need to Someone do that. Someone once
1: said to me, You know, when someone describes you to you in a cavalier way, and I said, You know, she's this, this, and this, they go, I said she's this blonde, kind of blah, 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 swears like a sailor. And I go, I swear. I was, it affected me to swearer at all. And she goes, Oh, I'm so sorry. It made me think she thought I was like, (laughs) Get your fucking ass over here and make me a fucking martini. I do consider
0: bleeping.
1: Okay, bleep it. I'm sorry. No, no, no. We're not going to.
0: But I do think that bleeping is always funnier than actually hearing it. So we're going to do some fucking bullshit.
1: Okay.
0: Motherfucker. (gasps) Tell people where they can, how they can book you one more time. Yes.
1: Please go to my website, lizziecooperman.com. I have a new tab on there for tarot readings.
0: I highly recommend.
1: Please do it. I'm so excited to do it. And. Um, yes. And it's and affordable. It is. It's 15 minutes for only $30 or a half hour, which I would do a super in-depth reading for $50. That's that's not bad. Yes. Or you can get it as a gift for someone and I have Ooh. yeah, a thing where it's like specify if this is for somebody else and then we'll, we'll work that out. Yes.
0: Oh, that's great. That's why I'm going to be giving people for their birthdays and stuff.
1: Roz, I love that. Thank you.
0: And also, oh my God, your podcast too, which yes. you record in this very room.
1: I record in this very room. You have to listen to Roz's episode. Because we also people?
0: had Oscar Montoya on, which he yes. has one of the best ghost stories that's ever been on this podcast.
1: No way. Yes. Okay, I need to go back. I'm catching up It's to a you. long
0: time ago, but it's so good. But
1: your episode, people were messaging me. I, I was cackling. People were dying. And... There was some talk about bears on the episode. Yes. I th- I thought I'm not cuz I get two experts for every episode on It's basically a choose your own adventure but with my life, so I I find experts on the topics that we're going to be discussing. I thought I would not find a bear expert and I reached out to all these people, random websites like I need to talk to someone about bears within the next 24 hours. Just now I'm getting all these responses from people like Hi, I live in the, in the you know middle of nowhere, and I'd like to talk to you about bear behavior. And so now I'm having to respond to all these people and be like, sorry, honey, we already booked it. <laughs> well, I love that. You missed the opportunity. You're building a network just in so case. So many interesting people. That's but what I always say with me.
0: Like This podcast led me to meeting demonologists and... <laughs>
1: You you're know. like who now won't get out of my life no, no,
0: no. it's all been great you're
1: like I now have a- an incubus who sleeps at the foot of my bed yeah just in case I ever need him. right yeah it's great so-, yes. so listen to my podcast Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands Roz and Oscar's episode is exceptional thank you and then yeah find me for a tarot reading I'm so excited about that yay yes <laughs>
0: Thank you so much to Lizzie. Check out her podcast, book her for tarot readings. I've got a return favorite celebrity guest coming up, so make sure you are subscribed to the show. Tell your friends about it, rate it five stars. Join my Patreon, link in the description. Find me on Instagram at Roz Hernandez, TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. I love you all. Both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay,
1: bye. Audio, a podcast, a podcast network.